Oh yes, it's coming in three, two, one. On the air with FDT TV, the premiere West Ham and Arsenal football podcast, brought to you every Monday by Michael Hawes and Ian Volker. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of On the Air of FDT TV. How you doing, Mike? Mate, it's a sad day. It's a sad, sad day. Um, and you haven't even played Newcastle yet, as of recording. No. As of recording, the teams have been announced. We are 13 minutes away from kickoff. Um, but yeah, if if we don't win this tonight, we are in big trouble. Um, we will come on to the abysmal game against Spurs shortly. Um, but yeah, there's a lot riding on this tonight. A I don't, lot riding on this tonight. I don't want to say I told you that would happen. But I, I did, to be honest, mate, I, I did say. No, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I had a gut feeling it was going to happen. It was a, a head and heart situation. Unfortunately, I went with my heart last week. Should have gone with the head. Um, but it was very much sitting on the fence and we just didn't turn up. You have so. you have got a uh, something going for you, though. He's, he's Tottenham are the perennial bottlers. So it's not all yeah. bad. No, no. There's... Um, I've, to be honest, I, th- I thought there was going to be a bit more, or Burnley was going to be a more difficult game, but they got Norwich next, so we we definitely need to win both our last two games mm. without a shadow of a doubt. Fair enough. Uh, I've got a cold again. Mm. Fucking kids. You wait till they start going to school. Right? It's... Oh, Jesus. So, they, <sighs> for the first time in a while, I think this season... Uh, is coming to an exciting conclusion. That it's going to go down to the last day of the season for champions. It's yeah. going to go like down to the last day of the season for relegation. Uh, mm-hmm. So obviously Watford and Norwich are already gone, but any one of Everton, Burnley and Leeds could still get relegated and either Liverpool yeah. or Manchester City could win the Premier League. Um, and Liverpool are potentially still on for a quadruple. Which I yep. don't think has ever happened before. Nope. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we almost stopped Man City winning the title. I think if you if, if they don't win it now, you can Liverpool fans can thank us. Um, yeah, I've got a bone to pick with you. So, yeah, sorry, everybody. Um, Prick. <laughs> <laughs> so you just made the, the, the next 10 years unbearable, what, 50 years unbearable if they do a quadruple yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, North London derby. I think that's that's the best best way to start this. Um, it all went very wrong, um, but talk us through it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> relive those moments of pain, Mike. Uh, to be honest, I think we started quite brightly in the game, and uh, I was actually feeling quite positive for the first ten fifteen minutes, and then Rob Holding happened. Um, you see him go too too tight with Son, and it was. It was an accumulation of fouls. To be honest, I'm going to go back slightly because as soon as I saw Portini uh, as the uh, referee, yep. I was like, there's going to be a red card in this game. Didn't know who it was going to be for. Uh, most likely us, but you knew there was going to be a red card in this game. And it was, so, it, and it was going to be a light one at that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, on, on that, um, we, as I said, we started quite brightly. 
and then uh, Rob Holding got booked for an accumulation of, of challenges, which is fair enough. Um, they then got a penalty. To be honest, I can see them. I can see why it was given, um, depending on which angle you look at. Um, but no complaints from me. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, penalty. And from the out, outcry on social media for that particular decision, um, it's only looking back now, the the whole Liverpool um, thing has, has reared its ugly head again. And I'll come on to that in a bit. Um, but yeah, for, for, if it was against us, or if the penalty was for us, you'd want it given. So I can completely understand why it was given. So that puts on the back foot. Uh, Rob Holding then decided to um, completely forget what sport he was playing and um, for a moment was playing ice hockey. And to be honest, if he'd have got that foul in ice hockey, he would have got beaten up by the enforcers and possibly five minutes or ten minutes or even banned from the game because it was... I'm not even going to say it was reckless. It was disgusting. Um, there was no intention to play the ball whatsoever. Um, and again, I appreciate the, um, the 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 team around him saying, oh, it was just his shoulder, it's just his shoulder. It wasn't. It was a full-on check in the face. Um, so again, no complaints for me for the red card. And um, yeah, we just, as soon as, as soon as we went one down, we lost our heads and it was an absolute shambles. And I'm gutted because that had the makings of one of the best North London derbies for a while. And if you're a Spurs fan, it probably was. We got a red card and um, we were back up. Uh, sorry, um, we had our backs to the wall for the, for the remaining 70 minutes or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, not entirely pleased for that particular game. Um, Spurs, I'll, I'll give Spurs the credit they, they deserve. They were brilliant in the game. They managed the game well. And absolutely punish us. Mm. And it's not often you hear me say that. No, um, um, you, say you, you never like singing Spurs praises, but but they they were the better team on the day. I think you have to admit that. Um, do you think that that that's maybe somewhere where Arsenal one the younger players will grow into, but two you need to improve that player that likes a big game that turns up on the the big occasion because that seems to be your your letdown this this season whenever there's a a, a pivotal point or an important game that you've got to win or or that's slightly turning and 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 your back's against a the wall there doesn't seem to be anyone to sort of take the game by the nuts so to speak and go let's let's go win this thing um do you think that's somewhere you need to improve or yeah, 100%. And I'd also like to say um, on this, I've, I appreciate we've got the youngest squad within the league, but one of the things I've noticed, whenever we go on a run of games, that's when the wheels fall off, and it always gets to four or five games, and the, the wheels come off, which is why I'm absolutely terrified for this game this evening. I've got, I've got to be honest, I'm petrified for this game. Um, I think Newcastle are safe, so I'm hoping that they've they've checked out ready for um, the, the summer holidays, and we can make potentially like work of it, but I don't know, man. I, I, this is this is one of these ones I can see us. I can see us losing if I'm being completely honest. I think that Eddie Howe will have them well drilled on the basis that uh, one or two things we're going to be spending big in the summer, and I'd like to say it's going to be me being here, but that's not necessarily going to be the case. So you're playing for one or two things, a big contract here or a place in a different Premier League team. So you need to go out and impress. 
And I think that's maybe what's what's up to their game level every week. Look, you know we're going to be doing this, so so you can be the player who gets the big contract, or you mm. could be the player that plays somewhere else. Either way, you've got to play to impress, otherwise you end up in League One. And I think a number of those players have gone, oh, hang on a minute, he might be right here. We're not just going to drop down to the Championship with them. We'll be gone. Um, so I, I think this is a, a difficult game because Newcastle uh, have got the same league record as you in the last five games, I believe. So its form is is pretty much similar. Um, but you're the biggest scout to take, aren't you? Yep. So for for you to go, oh, we beat Newcastle, you go, oh, okay. Uh, but for Newcastle to turn and go, oh, actually, we beat Arsenal. It's it's a you're still a big scalp in a in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. The one I'd be equally as concerned about is Everton. Everton. So you've got you've got you've got the ability to to have a deciding factor in some sense. Um, with who goes down. And Everton have been playing reasonably well recently. I know they got two players sent off in the last game and Brentford scored a quick-fire double. But they, they've been playing well and you always seem to... I don't know. It, when you play They're Everton, bogey. yeah, it just it disintegrates. Bogey. So, I mean, you, I know you said that you wasn't sure... Sorry, just watching my dog take a shit. Um, <laughs> I know you uh, said that you thought you might not take any more points from this season, but can you can you really see that happening now? Again, it's a head and heart situation. Um, my heart hopes that we will get three points tonight. To be honest, even if it's one of these games where we don't play well, but we come away with a victory, I'll yep. be happy with anything less than a win tonight. Is is game over? Yeah, one hundred percent. The Spurs ain't going to slip up at Norwich. Norwich are already relegated. They've got nothing to play for. Um, the whipping boys of the Premier League this year. It's it's not going to happen. We can't we can't fail this evening. Mm. You, you you say that, but but Spurs playing Norwich that is the the sort of game they would typically bowl. I don't. I don't do you know what? Any other team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Norwich. Not with Norwich. You're just no, not good yeah. enough. Um, no. So, yeah. So, what you're going to say is Everton are safe in the hands of Arsenal on the last day of the season. They don't even have to win. They just have to, to draw to be mathematically safe, I think, now. Right. Well, again, head and heart. I'm In my heart, I'm saying... Two wins on the bounce. Yeah. In my head, possibly uh, a draw tonight and a loss. <laughs> well, uh, good. finish big, mate. Finish big. Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, game, at, last game at home as well. So, uh, I mean, on the other hand, we've we've potentially had a deciding factor at the other end of the table. Yes, and I'm not too happy about that, mate, if I'm being completely honest. No. Um, I, was, I was mortified when I saw the score yesterday. So, here's the thing. West Ham scored three goals in that game. Two from Jared Bowen, rounded the keeper twice. One from Vladimir Sufair, which was a good header, and it was one of those. It was one of those. I feel sorry for him because if he had left it, Laporte would have got to the end of it. It would have been a goal anyway. So he's got to try and get something on it, and it's, it's beat the keeper. So it's one of those things. What? What? I will, 
the penalty save as well, yes. Um, but what I would say is, and I've, I know I keep saying it over and over again, the refereeing in the Premier League is fixed. And what I mean by that is Fernandinho versus Antonio. So Antonio kept ending up on the floor. And to start off with, he was being dragged and chucked to the floor, shirt pulled, whatnot. He was getting nothing for it. So then he started to dramatise it a bit more. Still got nothing for it. And then at one point, he got held round the waist and literally, it was like the old German suplex in WWE, onto the floor and the ref went, get up, you're diving. And it's like, hang on a minute, any other player would have been sent off four times in that match. So I'm not saying that all of Antonio's he should have gone down, but the fact that he wasn't getting anything um, just makes you think, well, hang on a minute, there is an agenda here because you want to make this exciting. Um, mm. And it really does come down to the last last gasp with the best teams. If West Ham had gone on to beat, like Fernandinho goes, the way we were playing yesterday, big occasion, Mark Noble's last home game ever, we go on to win that game 4-0, four, four I reckon, 4-1 maybe. But who's um not who's did you uh, did you cry during Noble's speech? Um, do you know what? I I didn't watch it. I, I was I was around me old man, so I didn't watch all the after bits. But I watched it today, and it did bring a tear to me eye. Um, obviously, me my my favourite player ever retiring. Obviously, I had the the pleasure of meeting him what a year or so ago. Um, it might have been just before lockdown actually, so a couple of years ago now. But really nice, genuinely nice guy. Does a lot for community. Done a lot for West Ham. And it's, it's, a, it's one of those things, I think Ben Shepherd summed it up nicely with the, it's not what people, people don't remember what you say or whatnot, it's how they make you feel. And mm. you've made us feel like one of the team for the last 18 years. Um, so yeah, it was it was a bit emotional. But um yeah, hopefully he will stay on within the club and at some point I'm sure we will see Mr West Ham managing West Ham and then everyone, everyone will hate him eventually. Because um, that's that's the way it goes, isn't it? But no, uh, he's a good lad um, and say so it's just hopefully hopefully this one will sign that eight-year contract and become the next Mr West Ham. Um, but I'm not going to hold my breath too much for that. <laughs> I've got to be honest, actually, when I was watching the um, the, the the speech, the farewell speech, I, I, I'm not even a West Ham fan. I, even I got a little bit choked up because you look at how long he's been at the club, obviously, the, the passion he has for it and how much he adores the fans as well. I mean, he said um, it's a very, what was it, something like a very emotional day um, for me and my family. And when I say family, I mean the 60,000 of them here. That, even that, I was like, oh, go on, yeah. fan. That was yeah. awesome, and it, it, to be honest, it reminded me of when um, when Wenger left mm. uh, for his his speech, and I, I'll, I'll be one to admit I had a, a little tear for um, Mr. Wenger as well because it was it, it well it's it's all I knew as a, as a, a yep. an Arsenal fan. Um, I caught I caught into it uh, the the Bruce the Bruce Riach slash Arsene Wenger era. Um, yeah, it was all I knew, and the thought of someone else coming in, and then you see what. Uh, an average job Unai Emery was doing. I was like, getting back sort of thing. But anyway, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, I remember being at school and being ridiculed for um, saying he should be captain. When we brought in Kevin Nolan and made him captain, I was like, no, Mark Noble should be captain. 
And everyone's like, no, nah, he's not good enough. He's too young. He's just... Actually, I don't know. He's never got an England cap. Okay, he's not always played at the highest level because he's stuck with us. But he he is calm. He's very rarely give the ball away with a silly pass. He put in a big tackle mm. and he's a captain. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. In the dressing room is, is where he has his biggest impact, I think. Especially the last yeah, few definitely. seasons. But yeah, he's, he's done well for us. Um, made his debut against South End in the League Cup. So, oi, oi. years ago. But uh, yeah. It's all good fun. Um, but yeah, we, we, we did score two goals. Jared Bowen now with 12 goals this season. He's another one I think will go. Um, obviously, we did secure European some form of European football with that result. Um, it's guaranteed. Whether it's the Europa League or the Conference League is yet to be decided. Um, with Liverpool winning the Carabao Cup, I think that helps us out because that then place goes to the league. Uh, and they won the FA Cup, so that place then goes to the league. So I think it may be Europa League, but with a qualifier. Okay. Um, I think. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, it's it's difficult, because I think even with that, I do think Jared Bowen will be snapped up. He's, he's too good not to be playing in a cha- in like not a Champions League squad. Um, and Declan Rice, they've offered him an eight-year deal, guaranteed 200000 a week, and essentially said, if you want it to be 10 years, we'll make it 10. If you want it to be 12, we'll make it 12. Guaranteed at 200 a week to rise with inflation. And his representatives have sort of said, we can get double that. And it's a difficult one because when you think about it, you look at it, what they've guaranteed guaranteed is £83.5 million over the next eight years, um, which is a lot of money. And I, I understand he could probably go and get 300000 400. When you start looking into the realms of 300000 400000 and and the players that are on that, there's not many. And you've got Kevin De Bruyne, Van Dyke. It's all, it's all Man City players. Um, and the real top top echelons, like Salah's not on four hundred grand a week, so he he might get it for a contract of three years, um, and then he's got an either negotiate again where he's not going to get that much, or he's going to drop down to a different level. And as much as I think he should go out to win everything, I, I wouldn't begrudge him for that. I think he needs to be honest about it. If he turns around and says, no, 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 I love the club, I want us tie in, I want to get it done, this, that and the other, and then to go and sign for someone else, you sort of become uh, the the villain. If he was to come out and say, I want to go and play at the top club in the world, I want to earn a, a shitload of money and I want to win everything. And as much as I love West Ham and you've helped me get to this point, I'm not going to be able to achieve that here. And I think, especially if he, if he, if he uh, threw in a, that's because of the board, he would become a, an instant hero for the rest of time. Yeah. Um, not saying that's what he should do, but I think West Ham, we although we can be a fickle bunch, we're a very passionate bunch, and he can, if he leaves in the summer, he could still go down as a West Ham hero, providing he does it in the right way. 
Do you think, in all seriousness, I mean, when does his contract run out? He's got another two years on it at the minute. All right, okay. So it's not imperative to get sorted out right away. But do you think with that sort of thing, with the the contract speculation, do you think it would be reasonable for him to get the the World Cup out of the way and then look at the contracts possibly after that? Or would you prefer it's, it was done before? I would prefer it's done before, if I'm totally honest with you. Um, uh, for a reason of you then don't have to worry. Okay, they've they've offered him eight years, and that's a long time. But it's a lot. That's a lot of money to be guaranteed. Like some players don't make that in their career, um, let alone for it to be guaranteed. Um, like, and if if he did turn around and go make it twelve years, and I'll sign. Then fine. I, I still think they should say okay, we'll make it twelve years or ten years, whatever it is, but we'll put a buyout clause in. Uh, year number three, if someone offers us 120 million for you, you can leave. Or uh, something to that uh, set what they think is uh, acceptable. Yeah. Um, and people go, oh, that ain't going to happen. Jack Grealish went for 100 million. And they say Declan Rice for 100, and, I think it's 130, they've said is the minimum I'll let him go for. Is, is Jack Grealish. No, he's Declan Rice, thirty million pound a better player than Jack Grealish. I would say so. He plays in more positions. He scores goals. He's a captain, and he's he's younger. And he is just in terms of defensive midfielders. I think you've got Kante, probably the only one in the world better than him. Hmm. He's going to win your points. My biggest concern is Fernandinho is leaving Manchester City at the end of the season. And that I know they have Rodri, but Fernandinho has been filling in at centre-back, which Declan Rice can do. That's where he made his breakthrough in the West Ham team. He's that holding midfielder that, that, that sweeps up. He's very calm, composed, makes that simple pass and can run forward with a ball and score. Actually, Man City go, we've bought Erling Haaland this year, so we've got loads of goals, but actually... Fernandinho is a big part of our team and has been for the last, like, what, six, seven years at least. Mm. That's a big hole we got to fill. How do we do it? They're not going to go, right, let's bring in a youth player. They're going to go, let's bring in the next England captain that, that's, that's proven in the Premier League. He's got over 100 appearances in the Premier League already. He's 23 years old. Cool, let's give him a five-year deal. And I wouldn't begrudge him for doing it. I really wouldn't. Yeah. I really wouldn't because Man City are going to win everything next year. Harland, I'm going to say now, Harland's going to go out and score like 40 odd goals in the Premier League, providing he doesn't get injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone's going to go, oh, Harry Kane is going to be the top goal scorer in the Premier League. Yeah, Harland's going to do it in two seasons. Two seasons, he's going to be the top goal scorer ever. <laughs> I've, I've, I heard the other day actually about his buyout clause. His buyout clause was something ridiculous, like sixty-three million. Um, I don't even think it was that much, if I'm honest. But again, they bought him for f- four million quid, and everyone else was like, mm, "We don't know whether to take a chance on him." This, that, and the other. I think they, a lot of them are begrudging it now, but you don't know. Yeah, and he, he seems like a very driven and determined character, would his development have been the same in the Premier League? Possibly, possibly not. Um, but yeah, but then he's gone, right, okay, I'll do two seasons, then I want to buy out. 
And if it's not done in that year, then I'll carry on till the end of my contract. And I think that's fair. If you know you're as a player, I'm going places. I'm going to be worth a lot more than that. I'm going to score loads of goals, put this in, and that's a lot of money. And to Dortmund, it probably is a lot of money. It's not Premier League money, yeah. but it's like is Jack Grealish twice the player of Haaland? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't even think he's worth one Southampton, if I'm honest. <laughs> I love that. That's how the measure of it is. is that's. But when, I'm, when not, that yeah, that, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not being funny. I think this. Then this is strange, right? They could have bought Southampton as a club, like transferred James Ward Prowse into the Man City team. Sold all the rest of the players, dissolved the club, and ended up with more money. But he said they went yeah. and bought Jack Grealish. And you know, you're like, hang on, if someone wants to buy a Royal Prowse, it's going to cost them seventy million quid. The whole club was only yeah. worth hundred. <laughs> what? It just it blows my mind. Yeah. But how much did Newcastle go for? That wasn't as much as that, was it? Newcastle, well, they were about 300. Oh, was that 300, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that one was less. No, that was about 300 million. But crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. I just, yeah, so the Declan Rising, I think, is all about uh, media, how he manages it in the media, and how open he is with fans. Yep. Um, yeah. And that will make him either a hero or a villain. Yeah, that's, that's but, fair enough. There's something yeah. to watch out for uh, in the mm. coming weeks. Mm. Hope, hopefully he's still a West Ham player by the World Cup, but who knows. That's wait and see. So, so that brings us on to, to something else. Uh, there are no more predictions. Uh, that's because there has been a, cra- a champion. A champion is yet to be crowned. Season's null and void, mate. You cheat. Null and void. But COVID rules. Null and void it. <laughs> so, if you didn't know, we did. We did make predictions almost every week, and in some big sporting events as to what was going to go on. Um, and we got three points for a correct result, one point or oh, correct score, one point for a correct result, and zero points if you just. We're waffling when you was making a prediction. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, I give you a bit of a drum roll. But what are the um, what actually? What were the points prior to last week's things? Because we did predict the Arsenal result as well. Um, yes. But what were the scores before we made our latest predictions? So, if you bear with me, just two seconds. I swear I had it open, but I can't bloody find it. It's always the way. Yeah, well, well. I, I, I had that t- problem going to the toilet. I'm sure it was there, but I just can't find it. Same, same. <laughs> um, That's a horrible thought for everyone there, sorry. Um, comes with old age, mate. <laughs> I'm not even old yet, it's the problem. Uh, right, um, so, I have the scores. The scores, the scores, the scores. Um... So, you were on 54 points, mm-hmm. I was on 46 points, so there was a nine-point gap. Yep. 
No, an eight-point gap. Eight-point gap. And I th to be honest, I thought I was going to uh, claw it back the last couple of games. However, we made four predictions this weekend. Oh, last weekend, sorry. Sorry, the reason why I'm looking so like an absolute ball bag is because I'm in again. I know I said it at the start, but I just feel like I re need to reiterate because I feel like absolute ass. I thought you were going to say it's because you got no hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, no, that's that's that. Uh, I see an article the other day that's sexual harassment in the in the workplace. Is it called yes. you bald? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't that, like it, like this is a workplace, isn't it, mate? Uh, it is my place of work, mate. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was I was on more point I was on more points than Mike was. Yes, yeah, quite significantly. Eight point gap. So we had Tottenham versus Arsenal. You had two one prediction. I had two two. Therefore, uh, the score was three nil. As we know, you get a point. I get zero. Uh, West Ham versus Man City, you had 3-2 to West Ham. I had 3-1 to Man City. Um, and the score was 2-2. Two -two. So, zero points each there. Well, technically, we scored three goals. That's all I'm saying. I, did, um, I, mean, I didn't specify what, what in the goals were going to go in. No, you didn't. Well, technically, you specified the scores. So. Well, okay. Anyway. I'm uh, just trying to weasel some more points out of you, mate. Uh, Newcastle versus Arsenal. You've gone for two one Newcastle. I've gone for two one Arsenal. And the uh, current score is nil nil. Fifteen minutes in. Okay. Unless you know otherwise, and mine's uh, no, no. I'm not. I've not got it on. I've not got it on. Um. So it's uh, nil nil currently. Uh, we're not losing, which is good. Um, <laughs> the other game was Chelsea versus Liverpool in uh, the, the FA Cup, final. Cup final. Yeah. Yep. So nil nil. Come full time. Nil nil. Come. After extra time and Liverpool win on penalties. We both went for a Chelsea win. Uh, so even if I would have gone with um, the the overall winner, uh, Liverpool won, so no points to either of us for that. Yep. So uh, the scores for the week currently are you are on one point and I'm on zero points, obviously depending on the score today. But I'll be completely honest, mate. It's not going to make the blindest bit of difference. Nope. So, Ian, currently you are on 55. I am on 46. And therefore, my friend, I would like to crown you the um, well, champion. Well, it sort, of, what, what, it sort of does depend on the crux of if you if you get a perfect record and I don't get any points... It could be a draw. It's not going to happen, though, mate. My results, to, my my predictions this year have been absolutely abysmal compared to the, the previous two seasons when I absolutely wiped the floor with you. But do you know what I'm going to blame? I'm going to blame my daughter for this one. <laughs> I'll show that in years to come. Um, so the the, the distraction. <laughs> I think the thing is this year though is is my really obscure picks have come out because I think a heart like. Maybe like eight, nine weeks in, I was on like 26 points. And then I've just picked up a point here and a point there for the rest of the time. I would just like to go back to something, actually. Uh, something which you mentioned at the back end of last season. Right. Which I, I'm i kind of strangely proud of you for. Go on. Um, so at the end of last season, you said um, this will be the season where West Ham... 
We qualify for the Europa League. We'll win the Europa League and we get relegated. Now, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, no. I think you what for for me. Realistically, I w- it was one of those things where like you're talking absolutely. Oh, you're I'm getting like, nowhere near Europa League yeah. final yet. <laughs> but um, for for West Ham for the season they've had, I think we should do a season roundup. We, yeah, I think I think if we don't get to it next week, I think definitely we'll we'll get one out definitely. Yeah, um, because I think West Ham have been one of the the most enjoyable teams at times to watch. Uh, always the underdog, he pulled out some incredible results. Um, and uh, to be honest, I'd say my guilty pleasure this year. Ooh. I think they've been absolutely brilliant. Um, certainly at times where we've been diabolical. Um, I mean, certainly those first four games of the season. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But then again, Brentford were a guilty pleasure as well at times. So yeah, um, no, I think West Ham have been absolutely brilliant, and I think David Moyes should win Manager of the Year. He won't know. It'll go to Klopp, won't it? Hmm? In his asthmatic team. Yeah, I see a few people on socials talking about oh. um, now. Well done to the asthmatics representing that that, that proportion yeah. of the community. Um, here's the thing, right? And I know I mentioned it last week. There are more and more Liverpool Liverpool players who seem to be on the way out. Say so Barney, he looks like he's definitely going to be leaving. Salah is in even more of a contract standoff, and I think that's because they're worried at some point this is going to come back to bite them. Let's get out of there before before the the doping committee looks into it too much, and we get we get, we'll just say no no we didn't know anything about it we weren't actually doing it, and then otherwise they'll end up with a big ban themselves. I, Not I just see, just but saying, but I I think there's got to be an inquest somewhere. Has no, to be. I, I agree. There has to be an inquest. However, um, what I think we need to look at seriously is there's no rules against it currently is there uh there's 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 rules against using it if you're not asthmatic oh right okay fair enough so so essentially what they're doing allegedly say allegedly is taking it not yeah not not by via a pump not orally they're they're taking it via a pill or intravenously uh, which is then where the benefit comes in, but but they're allowed to do that because they're asthmatic. Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's very it's very difficult because what it takes is for someone who knows really what they're talking about to go and have a look and go, yeah. okay, at their previous clubs was there any sign of it? No, there wasn't. There must be some form of medical history on them. Okay, now after the fact, when players have moved on, is there anything? No, there isn't. Okay, so what's the common denominator here? They go to Liverpool, they're told they're asthmatic. Bloody yeah. cheese. Relegate them. Oh, just imagine that, though. If there was some retrospective action and they got the, the, the championship actually taken away from them, that'd be amazing. They... Well, they'd have to null and void them, wouldn't they? They'd have to null and void the whole season. It, yeah, but the, the, the what's been alleged is it's been it's been alleged since Klopp has been bringing these big players in. So the Champions League, the um, 
Premier League's. The Premier League. Um, yeah, so they would all potentially, the FA Cups, they would all potentially be um, revoked because of doping. But mm. it's difficult because I think at that point Liverpool would go, well, the Premier League fixed matches. And then you go, oh, shit. So it, it's it's one of those, do they go on the quiet, like, stop doing that? Or do they go, oh, pardon me, we're going to make an example at you and rebuff any any problems you say about refereeing and VAR being fixed? Because mm. you're just saying that because we've taken your titles off you. But I don't know. I don't know. Hard one. Maybe that's something for the off season. Mm. But yes. Watch the space. So champion, almost European champion, not quite Premier League champion. Uh but there is one thing. We are fucking massive. I don't I mean I am I'm, I'm not gonna keep saying it, but You are. It's just a fact, isn't it? So where where do we rank in the grand scheme of things? Uh, I don't mean, well, but does it, does it depend on if we get Champions League football? What in terms of how massive are you? Yeah, I know we'll never be as massive as West Ham. But well, there's got to be some degree of massiveness if we can get Champions League again. Now, see, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because West Ham are massive on the basis of fans are arrogant and. We're 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 arrogant and overly confident where we shouldn't be. Where I think Arsenal used to be massive, and you're still living on the coattails of being massive, even though you're not anymore. It's like the bloke who used to be huge, like as as a nineteen year old, he he was like yoked, and now he's fifty six, and he's got a dad bod and saggy muscles and. All the steroids he used to take have made his penis shrink. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I used to be massive. And you're like, yeah, but you're not anymore. It's <laughs> are, we, are we on the, the same kind of level here? Like the, the Wollstone Raider or something? Yeah. You got no parents. Like, like he, was, he, was, he was good that one year, wasn't he? He was good that one year. And now he's still living off that. You've got no parents. And just people go up to him randomly in the street and shout at him. Yeah, that's okay. Well, no, no one on my Potentially, no, but 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 if you if you get top four and then next season you go on to do well, then I'll give it back some credit. You we'll, we'll you be, we'll you be, big. be like the go compare man at that point. Like <laughs> he he's had a, he's had a decent reign, hasn't he? Like he has. Uh, he has. So less Gareth Gates, more Will Young. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. At the minute, you're more Gareth Gates. You are Will Young. Yeah. So you just need to. <laughs> The old switcheroo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that. <laughs> now, if anyone can actually work out what we were talking about there, they're fantastic. If not, well then, you. then yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to apologise. <laughs> no, in fairness... I, I got. I was getting slightly confused what we get, what we were talking about, and I knew what we were talking about. <laughs> but hey ho, never mind. Right. So I think I think that's it for this week. I think that's it. So, so next week we will have obviously last uh, last game Round recap up. and maybe some bits, and then to 
to be waited for the complete season summary possibly the week after. But yes, so uh, I've been Ian. I've been Mike. If you're here still, then go over to YouTube comments and type in sausages. Um, and make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Bye.